Let's do this another day, another nickel, another version of Room 415. My name is Owen Ermacher, and directly across from me today, not to my left this time, <laughs> it's Greg Hansen. Indeed. Right in front of me is a can of something that Greg is not excited about. Greg, tell us why. <laughs> so we always try a drink, and I was under the assumption that we would try drinks that are like different and like special and non-chain. Yeah, let me give you some background. So... We kind of divvy up the the tasks to producing this podcast yeah. in a way that makes sense. That's true. And one of the tasks I have is to find, <laughs> is to find the drinks. I'm so angry. And first time I did a great job, I think. Yeah. The second time around, my partner's not happy with me. <laughs> no. We're drinking Starbucks. Okay, it's not Starbucks from Starbucks. This is from Target. This is a can. Well, yeah, let me is Starbucks not in Target? Fair enough. But I didn't get it from the Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I did not get it from the Starbucks inside of Target. I got this in the in just one of the random aisles, the beverage yeah. aisles. So this is the nitro cold brew, dark caramel flavored. It says sweet I'm on it. About that. Um, I'm actually not. I'm not a big caramel fan, but how do you say it? Caramel. All right. Is that the is that the wrong way? I really don't care. I was just curious. I say caramel. Fair enough. Yeah. It's 45 calories, which is pretty. Oh, that's actually low really low for. And a gram of protein. And a gram of protein. Look at that. Wow. So are my expectations high? Yes. You know why? Because I like Starbucks. I'm you sick of like acting Starbucks. like Starbucks is not good. Well, I'm sick of it. Because Starbucks is good. Okay, don't look at me like that. <laughs> there, there would not be a Starbucks in as many locations as there are Starbucks if it was not good. Well. So I'm sick of acting like Starbucks is bad. People say the same thing about Taco Bell. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's... Either way, let's just get to it. Okay, I won't get let's, this over with. let's crack it open. So I'm going to bring it up to the mic. Three, two, one. That was quite the... Holy explosion. crap! Wait, do a small chest. Chest. <laughs> okay, it smells coffee-like. It smells sweet. I can smell the, the caramel. The caramel. I can smell the I can. I can smell the can. This is in a, an aluminum can, by the way. Yeah, let's give it a little sip. Okay. It's very smooth. Very smooth. Mine's like really watery. Greg just is a hater. No, honestly, try it. Okay, I'll try yours. It's gonna be super watery. It's kind of watery. Yeah. Maybe so you didn't uh, give it a nice little shake before. It was pressurized. Well, it does say to on the side, gently tilt can once. Well, I definitely did that though because I was like reading and stuff. It's not terrible, no, but I mean, I will admit it's not amazing. But <laughs> it's a nitro cold brew, so it sounds kind of fancy. And I like it, but I don't really love it. But anyway, Starbucks, this one's kind of a miss, I will say. Yeah. But anyways, Greg, how are you doing today? I want to ask you that. I'm doing good. Again, back from the gym. This time I did legs. Um, I I was pretty proud of myself for what I did today. You're proud of yourself? Yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. How was your day? I Let's see. I'm counting on my fingers. I did pretty much nothing today. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you actually counted on your fingers too. That's I did. Amazing. I counted the four, and then the answer was still zero, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but actually, today I want to talk about dating. A word? Oh, yeah, I want to talk about a man and a girl, or or a man and a man, or, or a, girl a girl and a girl. girl. Yeah, or a neither and a neither. Any combination is fine with me. This... So, Greg, when I talk about dating, what comes to mind for you? Uh, okay, so there's like, I always over- overcomplicate things. So the, when I hear dating. I always ask the question, what stage? Right? There's like the talking stage. There's the worst part. I don't know. I don't love it. Really? No, not really. Nah, that's fair. There's <laughs> like the talking stage. Then there's the, uh, what's it called? The honeymoon. The honeymoon. The honeymoon phase. phase. Yeah. And then there's the first fight. And then there's a couple fights after that, but things are still good. And then there's you're kind of figuring things out. And then there's what do I do next? Yeah, I heard somebody talking about this the other day, and they said that. The relationship starts at the first fight. Yeah. Because up until then, everything's great. Yeah. You're doing things all the time, going out all the time, exactly. hanging out all the time. But then that first fight is when you kind of see, is this person really going to work for me? Yeah. Yes or no? Can we get through stuff together? Yeah. Can we make important life decisions? Do I want this person making breakfast for me? Or do they put pickles on their eggs? You know? Exactly. Like that. You start to see the ugly side of the person. And if that's something you can deal with, then and maybe even you like the ugly side what maybe you do maybe owen. i said that wrong owen 
<laughs> oh my gosh. What? What are you trying to say? This man's kinky out here. <laughs> Head. I'm a little, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, so let's talk about some dating statistics. There's going to be some people. He meant head ass. I did. Like, we got to make that clear because yeah, some people might just be like, head, like, that's all I need. <laughs> we have some inside jokes that we need to get on the floor I here. Know. Anyways, what was that statistic you were talking about? So 83% of men prefer to do the asking out with a woman, but only 16% of men prefer to be asked out by the woman. The funny thing is, I think I'm in that 16%. You'd prefer to be asked out. You're just lazy. Fair enough. I'll, I'll give you that, but... I just don't know if I really care. Oh, you, like what do like, you Like I don't mean? know if I have a preference. Like, so you would ask out but also be asked out like you don't really care. Exactly. So then you're not part of that 16, you just don't care. There's there's yeah, difference. there's some gray area in there. Maybe okay, so like if you do the math, there's a 1% missing from there. Maybe that's what they're Oh, that Owen's is. different again. <laughs> Owen's, quirky. Owen's always quirky. I am. That's my personality. <laughs> so what what about you? Do you prefer to do the asking with the woman? Do you like to be the yes. alpha male? I am. Definitely, unfortunately, an alpha male type. Type, I guess with that stuttering, not really. <laughs> but <laughs> you're not selling it there, but I know. But uh, in most of the situation, I don't know if alpha male is actually the right word. Like I don't think it equates to that. I just think I am very forward in general. So maybe I, that's I, a, a characteristic. Yeah, of an alpha male. Maybe, but I don't think I don't think that makes an alpha male though. No, yeah, that, I'm not saying that. I'm just. It's saying. weird how I'm arguing to not be one. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> Look at that. Masculinity. I must have learned something. <laughs> you did. Hope, hope you guys learned something from the last one. But no, but I would prefer to I would prefer to ask out mostly because I have control of the situation. So like if I get rejected, then I can I can handle that myself. And also I don't have to reject, which means I don't have to worry about breaking that other person's feelings or hurting those other person's feelings. Yeah. Which is something that I care a lot about. I care a lot about how people feel. I'd rather have someone feel good about themselves than not. Well, here's where this will be good for you to hear. 93% of women prefer to be asked out on a date. That's a very Whoa, high number. That's high. So chances are, nine times out of ten, the girl wants you to make the move, guys. So fellas. Owen, me, they care. Don't be scared. Just do it. Bust a move. If oh you know what gosh. I mean. He said bust a move. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I cannot handle this man sometimes. Sometimes you just got to be cringy. Just got to get it out of the way. Oh my God, continue. <laughs> okay, so 34% of women are willing or very willing to move in with their significant other to save money. While 30% are not willing at all. So there's not really like a a sure answer on this one. It seems like it's just whoever you're with, you're going to have to have that conversation. You can't assume anything. Moving in? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean... Because basically, there's 30% of women are very willing to move in, while 30% are not willing to move in at all. So what's the other third do? They just don't care? Somewhere in the middle. They live with their parents? Somewhere in the gray area. I mean, I currently live with my parents, and my girlfriend is in the dorms. So she's set, and when she's not there, she's with her parents. So I'm not worried about that right now. So I don't know how much to speak on that. I will say we are waiting till marriage to move in together. Yeah, I think, we are I think a Christian. lot of people are still like that. I don't even know if that's really a Christian value. I don't think a lot of people. Honest to God, the majority of people I've met in real life, like having real ass jobs and stuff, aren't like that at all. Yeah. Like the majority, the vast majority. I met someone who has like two kids with her boyfriend and they're like 13. 13? Yeah, like she's been dating this dude for like 20 years. They oh, just, the kids are 13. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Very confused. No, yeah. That was scary there for a second. Call up CPS. But, um. <laughs> Call somebody. I don't know. <laughs> CPS. Somebody needs to be called here. That's who you, CPS. It's not somebody. Oh, That's child. Child protective. There you go. Greg's who else would you call? I don't. Someone. The Ghostbusters? Come on. The police? I don't I'm know. sorry. I'm just as cringy as Owen. <laughs> Anywho. Um. Shoot, what were you asking me about? Oh, yeah, moving in together. Moving in, yeah. And so another person, they were like our age, and they just moved in with their boyfriend because they could. I mean, I just think that that's a very normal thing to Financially, it makes a lot of sense, I will say, because you're only paying for one place instead of two. Yeah. And so if you can split that, especially if both of you guys are working, it makes right. a lot of sense. But you have to decide, does that go against my values? And that's the thing is like, 
what values do you break by moving in together? Yeah. I knew someone who moved in with her boyfriend but didn't want to like do anything until marriage, you know, like nasty. Mm-hmm. And they stayed in separate rooms. That's not a bad idea. It's, Compromise, right? But it's like it's like might as well just have one room though, you know. You still got the living room all to yourself. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, doesn't really take care of the temptation, if you will, if you hold that value. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people don't hold it anymore, just because of how demonized all of that's been by the majority of Christians. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, Greg, I want to talk to you about your relationship because you are in a long-term relationship Indeed. is that correct yes as of february 18 it will be three years which is the longest i've he knows ever the dates that, <laughs> yeah. one, that one was literally just for summer oh <laughs> she'll be happy she'll be happy yeah hi summer i know you're gonna listen to this she better no i'm just kidding <laughs> but, so you so basically what you're saying is almost three years you've been with one person yeah so that's quite a while that is i would consider that a long term relationship especially at our age i think it was long term two years ago yeah i mean i don't know when you decide what long term is but probably a year maybe even six months yeah could be a while for some i think some people would consider a month a long-term relationship maybe if you're somebody that i'll consider them to be more immature yeah because i mean a month is not long especially when you're our age maybe if you're in high school that makes more sense yeah but depends on your where you are in life yeah so uh, to give a little bit of my background I've been in a long-term relationship before, but I'm currently single. Oh. Oh. No, it's okay. Tears. <laughs> no, yeah, I was in a relationship for almost five years, which is a very long time. It's so weird because when I think about it, like, even though I'm in a relationship right now and you're single, mm-hmm. you still have two years on me. I know. That's yeah. so strange. Started young, I guess. What can I say? You did start young. What can I say? Irresistible at a young age. That's oh, me. my God. No, it's... <laughs> It's a sense Call CPS. <laughs> no, but since then I've been in a couple flings, but nothing too what? No, nothing too serious. Um, so what changes a fling from like what's the transition from a fling to relationship? That's a great question. Um, maybe like when you say "I love you," is oh. that a lot? Is that too much to say? Because yeah. I think it's kind of true. Really? Yeah. Okay, so then define "I love you." You're asking me to define love? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's getting deep. We're getting into it. How far are we into this podcast? Two 12, seconds? 12 minutes. 12 minutes. All right. Here we go. <laughs> love. Mm. What a word. Yeah. <laughs> well. <that's> a- <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to start? I wasn't ready. Do you want me to start? I'll start. Love, so I'll yeah. start. <laughs> Tell us how you feel. Well, okay. So my, my view on love was built by my dad. So he told me. If I think or if I rely on the fact that love is only an emotion, then I will be very unhappy because emotions wane. They change. That's what they're supposed to do. Emotions always change. Um, He's a therapist. The goal of therapy isn't to make you happy all the time. It's just to make you able to exist, right? That's like the goal. You can have happy moments, but if they're always happy, that's a bad thing. That's mania phase of bipolar. <laughs> okay, so you don't want that. But you want to be able to like live with somebody. If if you love somebody, I know that I can talk through them with anything. I can get through them. I can be mad at them and still be willing to work with them on something, on our life, mm. on our family. We can do the dishes together. Um, you know, that's to me that's what love is. It's not an emotion. So not an emotion, you'd say. Yeah. I, I've always said to myself, again, I got this from my pops, that love is a decision that I make. Mm, so I, I make the make. decision to love somebody. I don't love somebody, and then I'm with them, then I stop loving them, then I'm not with them. If I love someone, I'm with you, no matter, unless you do something like that's going to hurt me. Okay, so here's what I'll say. I think the reason why love is hard to define is because it is like intangible. Yeah. And... I don't want to get too like religious, but we are both Christians. And so that's where some of our values and beliefs come from. For sure. And to us, love comes from God, right? Yeah. And if you look at the Bible, it says God is love. God is like outside of our scope of perception. So this whole idea of love is what I'm trying to get at. Love is hard to define. Like, I don't think you can just be like, 
the definition of love. Well, okay, so, that, so then let me ask you this. What happens inside your mind and soul to where you tell someone you love them? Well, to get there and to mean it. Yeah. That's a to get there point. <laughs> to mean it, you have to really feel it like it is like a physical thing almost. Like you actually feel like that's why it's so like it's so great when it's happening, but it's so painful when it's gone. Yeah. The absence hurts just as much as the presence feels good. Yeah, exactly. There's a song like Love Hurts or something like that, and that's like more wow. accurate. Well, that sounds like it would be. <laughs> <laughs> Love does hurt um, when it goes bad, <laughs> but it yeah. feels great when it goes good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of the best way I can think of to describe it. And I mean, it's not like we really need to describe love to you. I mean, we, you guys know what it is. Well, but I mean, I think it matters to people how other people exp- like gets to the point where they feel that because like for me i was the first one to say i love you oh were you yes yeah and so you want me to tell you the story tell me i don't remember where we were going or where we were headed from but summer and i were driving together and this was in the truck and so we just started laughing or whatever and i just kind of said oh i remember we're driving from my grandparents house back to school back to union we were on like normal normal and it was right around scooters (laughs) very visual and i was just laughing really hard i just said i love you and then the truck got really quiet because uh summer was like just not ready to say Uh oh she didn't say it back she didn't say it back i asked her about it later and she was like honestly i felt the emotion like within a day of us talking Mm. Uh, but and she just wasn't ready to make that commit like she felt like saying i love you was a big commitment yeah and so she didn't know if that's where we were i see so and that's something i've noticed about females in general they kind of take a little bit longer to like do stuff like that mm-hmm. i think uh, yeah i think they're just more calculated than their their movements yeah we just kind of do what we want exactly which isn't always the greatest thing but sometimes it helps so let me ask you this do you believe in love at first sight because 28 percent of women say they do no you don't I mean, I think you can be very attracted to someone. Yeah. And I think that attraction can turn into a loving relationship. Mm-hmm. But I don't... doesn't happen in the moment. I don't think... Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I don't think it happens in the moment. Fair enough. Here's one, another statistic. Well, that okay, so let me, let me ask this. Go ahead, yeah. Love at first sight. You literally know nothing about them. Yeah. Only their looks. So how can you love them on a deep emotional level when you don't even know... Yeah. Where they are emotionally. I mean, that's to me what it comes down to is you love someone for their emotions and their looks and their personality, not just the way they look. And yes, yeah, so, and most people would agree because it is only 28% of women. So, to those women, those 28%, what the hell are you talking about? You crazy? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. No, There's but, no reason to chase them down. <laughs> no, I'm going to call them out. No, but here's one that I also think is interesting 26% of women believe in true love. That's not a lot. That's kind of disappointing. Well, do you believe in true love? Because I think what that's saying is, is like one true love. Yeah, exactly. Is there only one person out there that's exactly. right for me? Exactly. When you put it that way, the twenty six percent makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, makes yeah. more sense that it's a low number. Yeah. Because no, I don't think there's only one person out there for everybody. No, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> that just what if, what if they live somewhere else? What if they lived in Antarctica, Russia, anywhere that Korea, is hard to access? Yeah. Mars. You never know. <laughs> SpaceX. It's interesting that we talk about like people love like love in the absence of love. I am looking at a statistic here that says that one third of adults still sleep with a comfort object. Mm, so like a like hello, a surrogate, like a some type it's really of aggressive surrogate. <laughs> it's really aggressive. What the heck term. is that? You know, like it, it takes the place of something. Oh, so like something you can like hold or yeah. Do you? No, you don't. I, not I even do like not. a pillow. I cuddle the mess out of my pillows. Really? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I mean, I wrap one up in my arms. Well, if you think about it, I mean, in my opinion, humans are designed to be, to live with somebody else. Yeah. To be compatible with somebody else. From the jump. Yeah, from the jump. I mean, that's why, you know, you're so close to your parents when you're born. You want to have friends. You want to have people around. Yeah. Even if you are introverted, you still want that connection with somebody at a deep level. So it makes sense that that can kind of manifest itself in physical ways. Yeah. As well, big time because people, I mean, 
can't even a lot of people can't even sleep without something like that. Yeah. To feel close to, to feel like they can hold or feel like that can hold them. So I get that. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. But it's interesting because as I've gotten older, I've gotten more okay with that. Like I've always liked holding something, but I've never been like super okay with 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 that stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially when I was like in a freshman. For some reason, I was like, "Why do I need this? Like, it's it's dumb. I'm childish or whatever." But it's actually really prevalent. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, wanting to hold something is is not weird. No. It doesn't affect anybody. It's not dangerous to you or anybody else. So I don't know why I had such a negative attitude about it. But I think a lot of that comes into my emotional maturity. Because like the first girl I ever really like tried a relationship with was when I was 14. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Do you remember that? I I think so. Like very vaguely. I was hard because it was long distance. It was like over like Facebook and Snapchat. Yeah. Um, but basically. The digital age. The digital age. It was like Snapchat like. Was like two years old, right? Because it came out in like 2012, didn't it? Something like that. I don't even know. Yeah. So, anyways, we uh, would snap each other back and forth. She was super cute. She was a country girl, which was interesting because I like love hip hop. <laughs> um, and you know, we got to the point where we we're talking a lot, and she was like, "Hey, let's take this to the next level. Let's become official." And I was like 14, and I was okay. like no i'm okay she was like why you like me right and i was like yeah yeah you're great like you a lot and she was like well then what's the problem like i don't understand what the problem is and i was like i just know i can't handle a relationship i'm too young i don't know what i'm doing and she was like that's stupid i just turned 15 so i'm now i'm allowed to have a relationship and i was like not with me (laughs) (laughs) dirty huh well, not dirty. It was really weird because, like, it lasted for, like, half the semester. Yeah. Which for high school is kind of a long time. It was a long time. So and you, let, you at least let her down easy, right? It was hard to. Yeah. She was kind of mad. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it later. She's now married, actually. She's doing really good. She's got um, she's got ki- a kid. Oh, wow. So Look at her go. Yeah. Um, very happy for her. Her husband's, like, a cool dude. I've met him. Like, So we're cool now. Yeah. But at the time, she, like, absolutely was just mad. Like, I remember we were texting, like, every day. And then she asked me. She was like, do you want to be my boyfriend? Again, she was maybe a part of that statistic you were talking about. She she asked me. And I said no. Hmm. And so I think after that, I was like, oh, my gosh. You know? It's usually how it goes at a young age. Yeah. Um, but can you believe that I rejected somebody? I mean, good for you, man. Is it? Going out on top. I guess. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I still felt bad. I didn't want it to hurt her feelings. No. And, like, I lost a friend. Yeah. Because I that, texted that's, that's her and she was part. like, well, now that we've, we're not talking, what's the point of talking to you? Mm-hmm. My dating life goes back pretty far. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 no, I, I well, but I remember. Remember like, my first girlfriend? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you couldn't tell, me and Greg have known each other for maybe too long. <laughs> know a lot about each other's lives. <laughs> too much <laughs> no but the first real girlfriend i had was probably in high school my freshman year for like two months maybe you was that, that blonde <laughs> it was it was a blonde <laughs> okay female woman. i'm glad you're admitting this around the same age maybe what this is the same class yeah same yeah class. same class yeah we so. were we were railing them in back then you know huh I mean? we were rolling them in there you go <laughs> <laughs> I should not have said the word real. Give yourself more credit than you have. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that one was strictly we, we, for fun. Yeah, it was just for fun, you know. It was just like, why not? Yeah. Didn't really ever mean anything. And so I didn't really have any other major relationships, just some maybe little stuff here and there that I probably don't even remember until I was a sophomore in high school and I started dating a girl. Um, what should we call her? Let's call her. Uh, let's call her Sarah. How about that? That works. So I started dating this this chick, Sarah, and it went really well, I yeah. think. I actually remember you beating out a senior for her. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, there was some competition, and you know what? Your boy came out on top. That's so right, he Give me a round of applause. Yes, sir. Woo! Yes. No. Bacon crackling. <laughs> no, but that's somebody who I will say I was in love with. Yeah. That's a lot to say, but true yeah i mean it's just the fact of the matter and so went through high school together um and then she went off to college while i was still in high school because she was a year older than me 
And mm. so we had to go through that whole long distance thing. And, and actually transitionary even, period too. Yeah. The thing is that actually made our relationship even stronger because we yeah. had to go through like, you know, borderline traumatic. I mean, I know I'm being a little dramatic, but no, I, re- I remember it very visceral, viscerally. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was tough, but then we got through that and then that was kind of like, if we can get through that, then we're going to like be fine. Like we'll be married, be happy. Yeah. Because at that point it was just like, we're both going to be at the same school. Right. And then from there, it would have been easy. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people, it didn't work out that way. Um, we went through two years of college um, and a half. And then at some point along the way, she went off to study abroad. And like that normally goes, <laughs> just didn't work out the, the long distance the second time around. Especially being, yeah. you know, halfway around the world. Yeah. And it's not like before you were three hours away. Yeah. So when you it wanted like it was a to, weekend drive. Yeah, you know? exactly. You could you could handle that a lot easier. Exactly. And obviously it was really tough. Right. But then it ended up being better. And then honestly, I ended up being a lot happier than I was that's good. at any point in the relationship. Yeah. And I think the reasoning behind that is because I never had experienced like single life being alone as an adult. Yeah. Until that point. Right. And what that's what I needed to do. Yeah. And so. Probably what she needed to do too. Yeah. Honestly. It was better for the both of us to yeah. be honest. Yeah. So that's pretty much my dating background to this point. I was in a small relationship recently, but I mean. That was very small comparatively to five years. Yeah. It was maybe three weeks to a month, which yeah. I will actually get into that later, but I want to get back to Greg. Oh. Tell us a little bit about more your, a little bit more about your uh, dating life. Well, so after freshman year, it stagnated hard, <laughs> which is super annoying for high school Greg. I uh, tried multiple times with, I mean, I was just casting my net. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were just swimming right through it. And I don't mean like they were small, so they got through the holes. I mean, they were busting the net open. Yeah. So, like, uh, but then comes summer 2017. And I have not had a more successful summer profit wise <laughs> than summer 2017 i was 17 don't going on 18 i was the lowest i've weighed since i was like 13 like that's that's a real fact i haven't weighed 210 pounds since i was 13 i'm, I'm a huge i'm a huge boy a large man. <laughs> i'm a large person and so he's just tall and broad he's not fat at all i appreciate he's that just, uh... i have quite a bit of fat on me right now but i appreciate that <laughs> Um, he's like six five head <laughs> i'm like Broad six shoulders he's just six i'm just six there's no numbers afterwards it's better than me I, I have three numbers but it, the first one starts with five so <laughs> you hate to see it that's tough that's tough <laughs> anyways anyways so uh my jawline was popping i just dyed my hair i made it look good i, look good. To say. I look good <laughs> and uh i started out that summer with um kind of dating somebody more like in the talking phase where um i liked the idea of her like quite a bit mm-hmm. but the thing is is all of my friends including you didn't didn't like her very much and i didn't feel like i wanted i didn't i was and i i hate saying this but i was embarrassed to like take her places she's a nice person um but i i wasn't comfortable just with in general how everything was going Mm -hmm. like everything about the relationship and i was doing things that were fake like you know there's a whole oh you hang up first like i was doing that but just to like get her to like me more like playing you know whatever that's like the opposite of playing hard to get because it worked um we're just playing the game i was playing the game and i was being a honestly i was being really bad about it yeah and so i i realized pretty quick that lasted for like maybe two weeks I realized pretty quick that I like I didn't actually want anything out of this and that I was being mean. Like I was like, I'm being the bad guy here. Like in all the movies where like the the good guy wins the girl, I'm like the bad boyfriend. Like that's what I was being. Yeah. And so after after church, like a church service, I was like, hey, like we're done. And she and she texted me later. She said she just said, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like I did not want her to feel this way. And you can ask Drew. You remember Drew? Mm-hmm. He was with me in the car. And I called him. Maybe, I, well, I probably shouldn't have done I probably should have waited. <laughs> but I, I picked up the phone, my little Samsung, 
And I called her up and I was like, what are you sorry for? Don't be sorry. I did this. Like everything that's wrong is my fault. And I, and like I said that it's me, not you thing, but I was like way more detailed about it, which I think made it hurt less. Yeah. And also she was going off to college. She was in the same grade as Sarah. <laughs> Correct. So um, it all connects, ladies and, and gentlemen. <laughs> this it is why we're friends. All connects. We're both successful. So I talked to I talked we talked to her before she actually left to go to college, and I was like, you know, with this phase in your life and how new we are, and and also I just wasn't feeling it. Like it just makes sense, and I think you could find someone better for you, and I could find someone better for me. Like let's just take that time. And she felt good about it. And now, you know, we're we're acquaintances. I don't know if we're friends. I just literally haven't seen her in like three years. Yeah. Um, but then later that, again, oh, that was summer 2016. Still a great summer. Still a great summer. Summer 2017, I uh, I talked to three girls. Three? Three girls, bro. Hold on. There's someone out here roasting me. Only three, bro? <laughs> How many meaningful connections do you have? I was talking to the person who's theoretically roasting me. Anyways. Yeah, gotcha. So, man, I'm really going to get into it, aren't I? Go, go for it, buddy. Do you remember that online class we took from Union? Yes. So we both went to Union College, and they were doing a deal where it was the first time they were doing online classes for the summer, and they were letting people take it for free. Yeah. It was really one class. You and I both signed up for it, and I started talking to one of the girls in that class. Do you know how good you got to be? To only see like a Zoom, it was like a Google Google Hangout, yeah. and I like picked this girl up, and we talked for like I don't know, like if you combine the actual like amount of time it would have taken to say the things we texted to each other, like two days, but it was over the span of like three months, because mm-hmm. I was working at camp, and so I guess probably more like three weeks, because <laughs> time is different there, but um, <laughs> we were like texting each other and stuff like that, so that's one of them. The other one was a girl that I don't think I've ever liked anybody in that realm before. She was like alt. And she was really tall, really skinny, and she had really short hair. And she was just different. She had a cool vibe, and I was super into her. And we like FaceTimed to like 2 o'clock once. It was crazy. And so talked to her. And then the other person I talked to was like, how? let's see, she was 22. She was like almost four, five years older than me. So look at this man go. I I look different. When my jawline is there, I hit. I got it in in like the most respectful way possible. So throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> my jawline's also got summer too, by the way. I look pretty good. So, anyways, so we started talking, and that was the most serious I'd ever gotten. When you talk about love being a decision, I decided to love her. Here's the problem. She just ended a relationship. Right, she was at camp, so there was camp goggles on. I mean, I was literally five years younger than her. Describe describe the term camp goggles. I don't know if everybody knows what that means. So, it's like a phenomenon, yeah, where there's a group of people together, and they only see them. They only see that group, yeah, for a long time, and they start to get physically attracted to each other, and that's just as simple as it gets. Um, there was no more options. <laughs> and yeah, I was like just the Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Stockholm syndrome, beer goggles, even like yeah. camp kind of like makes you drunk off the vibes and <laughs> off the what off the vibes, the vibes <laughs> and everyone's having fun and on the boat and you know, everyone's in a good mood cause the sun's out, lots of vitamin you D. Can, you can kind of describe it as like a different reality. It just yeah. doesn't feel like real life. Yeah, exactly. It's very enchanting, you know? Like, you're kind of enchanted by everyone around you. It's kind of how I think about it. Either way, we talked for, like, quite a bit, actually. So there's, like, time. There's, like, camp ends in July, and then school starts late August. And we talked that entire time. We texted, whatever. And I was like, dang, I really, like, strongly like this girl. And she was saying the same thing about, like, she was like, I strongly like you. Which is, like, basically saying I love you. (laughs) You know? Like, that's kind of how we both saw it. But we both understood we didn't want to say that. And so when we got to school, she saw her old man's again. And she realized she didn't she didn't think the same way about him, but she wasn't done processing her emotions about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? She wasn't ready to break into a new relationship. 
And she was like, Greg, I'm, I gotta stop. And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I, I'm selfish. I want you. I'm good for you. I'm better than anybody else. That was the attitude I had. Yeah. And so then I spent the next like month, like helping her work throughout her emotions with this guy. Like I literally was there as a therapist to like help her process. And then I was like, I realized I was really sad. I was like, I'm not getting anything out of this. And yeah. she would tell me that. She would say, Greg, you're not. Why are you still here? You're not getting anything out of this. And I was like, because I've decided, I made my decision. The young people might call that simping. Yeah. Well, honest to God. Yes. Yeah. I will say yes. That's what it was. Sometimes you got to do it. You have to do it once. Yeah. Why not? So then I, you know, she, she was, I was like, we got in this. We got in this now. And we had, we got really sad. We like hugged each other. And I was like, I still like you though. And she was like, don't worry. I like you too. And then we don't talk for like the rest of the semester. So that's, that was like a month into the semester that that happened. End of semester. So it'd be like December. I texted her. I was like, hey, I still, I still have feelings. And she, she just said, I don't. Damn. Yeah. That's like her hurt. That's tough. I just got done cooking burgers. And then you get to that text. It's not a good scene, bro. <laughs> no. Those are conflicting emotions right there. <laughs> one really good thing and one really bad thing <laughs> yeah, exactly. at the same time. Especially since I cooked the burgers. <laughs> Anywho. So, uh, yeah, I like got the text and we were standing outside the clock tower. And Owen and I know what we're talking about. They're, the union has like a path in between the, bo- the girls' dorm and the boys' dorm. And so we were standing outside of the dorms and I just looked at Jimmy. Looked at Jimmy and I was like, she said she doesn't like me back. I just started to tear up. He was like, you got it, bro. And he like dapped me up and like gave me a bro hug. Mm. And then I went back to our room, room 415. And I, uh, I like teared up and cried for a little bit. And then over after that, this other girl started texting me. I like, like, honestly, that freshman year was kind of crazy up until summer happened. Yeah. I like the, the more I think about it, the more I, I interacted with quite a few women. Okay, I want to ask you this. Do you feel like you are like a romantic person? I can be very smooth. Do you like romanticized situations and people? Yeah. yeah. Because I definitely do that. That's literally why I kept on going back to that yeah. one girl. Because I was very into the idea of being so, romantic. So I wonder if it's more like more people are like that than admit it. Or if maybe we're just two people that are like that a lot. If that makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Continue to describe So like I'm saying... saying because not everybody would describe themselves as that. Like, not everybody would admit that they are romantic or mm-hmm. like a hopeless romantic. Yeah. But, like, do you think it's that everybody's kind of just kind of like that? Or do you think that maybe we're just two people that are kind of far in that direction? When you say a hopeless romantic, do you mean, like, near simp levels? Like what I was yeah. doing? Yeah. But, see, I don't think that that was me being a helpless romantic. Because I wasn't, it wasn't mutual. Or is that what helpless romanticism is? Okay, let me describe it in a different way. Yeah. So, I feel like I'm somebody who gets attached too quickly, and I, like, develop feelings at a rapid rate, like... This is true. To a point that's, like, self-destructive when it doesn't work out. (laughs) Just being honest. Just being honest. But do you think that everybody's just kind of like that? Because... Or do you think that I'm just, like, a unique case? Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think everybody is like that in the same way. Like I think, I think you're you're in a special situation because you came out of a five year relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I think if Summer and I were to break up, we would ha- I would do exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Like I think after you spent five years with somebody to talk to, no matter what's going on, mm-hmm. someone will always respond. Um, and you've had that in me this whole time. <laughs> I'm just kidding, kind of, but <laughs> uh, no, I see what you're saying. Like, that, like to leave that would be very difficult. Yeah, and it was. And then, so, so anytime you get a chance, you latch onto it quick. And yeah, and so that's only happened once since then. Uh, I'm well, just, I'm just playing. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll be on it. Like, I'll kind just of. be. I'll just let it all out. Why not? Uh, so maybe like what a month ago, um, this girl. We had met on like a dating app like Tinder or something. It wasn't Tinder though. It was Christian Mingle, wasn't it? Or something like that. I can't. I'm on so many of them. I'm down <laughs> bad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but we met on some dating app. And then 
we talked for a while, but then it just didn't really go anywhere. But then, like, two or three months later, she texted me, like, out of the blue on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And she was like, let's go to the Phoenix tonight or some, something along those lines. And I chickened hold out, on, actually. Hold on. Yeah, did ahead. you Did you mention that there was, like, months in between this happening? Yeah, I said that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, two or three months later, she, out of the blue, messages me the night of, like, 6.30 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah. She's like, let's go to a bar to the Phoenix together. And I was like. She shot her shot. She shot her shot super hard, and I slammed it down. Swatted it. Yeah. Off the back. I chickened out. I was like, uh, no. In all honesty, I didn't remember who she was, which I feel pretty bad wow. about. Wow. Feel pretty bad. So about. many hoes. <laughs> no, but yeah, I said no. But then I like, I was like, wait, I actually really liked her. Like she was cool. So then I was like, I texted her back. I was like, we should get together though another time. Mm-hmm. So we talked for maybe like three or four days, and then mm-hmm. the next Friday rolled around and we got together. Ooh. We did get together. And it was kind of an unconventional first date. Yeah. I would say because. Because you guys lived an hour apart. Yeah, we, we lived an hour apart. So she drove in like Friday morning, like 11 a.m. She got here around noon. And we like spent the whole day together, which was really not something you normally would do on a first date. Yeah. Because normally you're like, you get to see if you like the person first before you decide to spend that much time. Whole day with them. Yeah. Yeah. But it went well. Like we went out, got breakfast. We went to a museum. Mm. We even ice skated. Super cute. I know. Wow. That's a whole movie. And then she came. That's a montage. Yeah. Then she even came back to the crib. We watched a movie together. The crib. The crib. The cribbo. Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) Greg loves when I'm cringy. Loves that. (laughs) So I was like, oh, shoot. Like, this is real. Like, this is happening. And then literally at that point, I was like, starting to get attached. Like, I was literally starting to fall for her. Yeah. Which is bad. Like, I shouldn't do that. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And so. Well, I think it doesn't help that you spend a whole day with her. Yeah. Which, I mean. Maybe that clouded my judgment. Yeah, exactly. Slightly. Um, so, yeah, it, it went well. And then it didn't even take that much longer. On Monday, I decided to go see her. Mm-hmm. And so we spent time together at her house. And then stayed, like, the whole day again. Yeah. And then over the next, like, two weeks or so, like, we maybe got together three or four times. Yeah, we would talk a lot, text a lot, you know, send voice messages, Snapchats in between, and it was going great. I was finna meet her. Yeah, like she, we had a whole plan for her to come out and meet all my friends, but then, like randomly one night, she was like, "We need to talk," and then, whenever you get that text that says, "We need to talk," usually you have a good idea of what's coming next. Yeah, and my thought was correct, and she broke up with me. <laughs> it was very unfortunate. But so, that had also happened before. Where you got, like, if he texts and you were, like, concerned, and then she was like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah, that, that, that did happen. But the point is, I was, like, way too attached at that point in time. Yeah. Like, three weeks then. So, would you say that was love? I knew I was not in love with her. Okay. And here's and here's why. Especially, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. For sure. Um, I was just, like, liking the fact that I had somebody, mm. you know? You liked the idea. Exactly. Of having And someone. even, like, her her point was that we didn't have a strong connection, which I tried to, like, argue that with her, but she was right. Yeah. Because we didn't at all. Right. Like, we just got, like, we were, we just got along okay. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, point. even, like, I mean, I couldn't really even make her laugh that much. Dang, but you're a funny dude. <laughs> I know. We just had different, like, interests, different hobbies. Okay, I'll describe myself a little bit, because maybe maybe not all of you know me. Well, okay, so first of all, he's like 4'12". <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Why, like, why do like, I have to you up? Did I get this? Oh, yeah. You're, yeah well, so. I just figured from an outside perspective, <laughs> I'll let you describe me. I'll let you describe me already, actually. Yeah, and I hyped you up. That's fair. Yeah. Let me hype you up real quick. Yeah, there all you right. go. He's 7'8". <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, 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 you're basically, you're like basically my height, though. Like, I see you as my height. I'd say I'm pretty, yeah, like an average height. Yeah, you're, say. Not, you're not, tall, short. not short. Exactly. Um, but you've I've got, got like a really broad build. I meant like. I'm, bro, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> okay, all right, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let, you, I'll let you talk. He was talking about like my broad shoulders. I think Owen's shoulders are actually wider than mine. Like you've got a very broad build. You look strong. Well, what can I say? You look strong. He's argue. got thick legs. He's just a very handsome man. He's got a full beard. Something I envy very greatly. <laughs> He's got a really 
It's about to get. It's about to get a little romantic. Uh, uh, all right. He's got like a really nice laugh. It pulls you in. You know what I mean? Like when he laughs, you think, "I want to laugh more with this guy." Hmm. Um, that's actually a really nice compliment. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, your smile is nice too. You have blue eyes. I mean, that's you know what I'm saying. Those are killer, man. It, hey, I could never compete. In I will. High I will say, I'm not gonna like hide myself up, but that's like the compliment I get more than any other thing. Yeah, your eyes are nice. I love your eyes. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Everyone's always like, "Greg, I can't see through your glasses." Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, he's also got like i mean you guys can hear his voice between the two of us who sounds hotter me or owen i'll tell you right now it's definitely owen the way he just he like comes in he's like you know he just talks (laughs) i sound like i I mean when you're whispering in my ear the best way possible i guess (laughs) i do um he also enunciates clearly and he's got full thoughts which is really nice because when you have a conversation that helps a lot i don't always have full thoughts but he's got full well put together thoughts and he also cares. Got a big heart, Owen. You do. Thank you. You've got a really big heart. You know what? I needed to hear that today. So thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. No, honestly, though, I think that's probably one of the things that kept me your friend. Yeah. Like, if if you were a total douche canoe, for instance. Like, you canoe douches down a river. Yeah. Maybe I, we wouldn't be where we are today. We wouldn't be where we are today. I wouldn't. Because, mm-hmm. honestly, after that, you're just annoying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's kind of right, though. He's really kind of right. No, no, no. That's not true. Um, But really, like, how much you care about other people is really important. And so it kind of pisses me off. Girls don't see that. Yeah. And let's see. Where was I I talking about? Oh, yeah. I was kind of describing the differences between me and this this girl. Oh, yeah. My fault. I got really carried away. No, I appreciate it. With my love for Owen. (laughs) I love you, too. Summer's angry. She punched in the air. (laughs) She is. Anyways, she is very, like, outdoorsy. Uh, she loves animals. She loves the environment. I'm somebody who is afraid of most animals, especially the little creepy crawly ones. I'm talking about every time we see a deer together, he's like, ugh. Yeah, like, I just, I don't know why they need to be around. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just, no, I just don't, like, love nature like that. Like, she's, yeah. like, passionate. Like, her major is, like, nature. Or yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know what, it's, what it's exactly it's called, but essentially, like, outsideness. <laughs> that's what she likes and that's just not me and so would that have worked long term no yeah it wouldn't have i told you that didn't i yeah, you did and she she saw that but for some reason i was the only one who didn't well she was um not she wasn't like super old but she was older yeah and like she had been through older. a few more relationships so now you've got that lesson and yeah and maybe that's something i needed to have yeah to go forward right now that i felt that it'll make me better for the future because that is what everything's about. It's about growth, right? Yeah, uh, it has to be. Yeah, making yourself better. So now we're pretty caught up, like, timeline-wise, of where I am now. So yeah. that leaves us where, Greg, you need to talk about summer. Yes. So I've already kind of told some of our stories, like, the first I love you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, the way we start is kind of interesting. We were both in the same friend, or we were both in different friend groups, I should say. I had my friend group of Jimmy, Max, Randy, and me, and Detroit, and um, that's his nickname, by the way, and uh, she had her own little friend group with her, Lydia, and Jess. Now, Randy liked Summer, and I remember I pulled out the stops. I was the wingman for this. Um, We were all together in, like, some hall, and it was right after all the freshmen had been done, like talking about oh college is next or whatever you know it's one of those things and i was like hey randy that's the girl you like right and he was like yeah yeah, and so i walked over like by myself and i was like hey guys like how are you doing are you guys going to buell's tonight buell's is a little get together that union people do and she they were like oh you know we don't really have a ride and i was like well randy has a car (laughs) he's got a nice malibu and they're like, oh, he does? And I was like, yeah. And I, like, waved him over. They came over. And I was like, let's get Snapchats so that way we can communicate while we do this. Hmm. And that's how we got – that's how that little group was made with us uh, seven or eight was through that little Snapchat integration. So I'm different as far as Wingman's <laughs> concerned. And then after that, we just hung out together as a big group like that for a long time that first semester where I was – 
interfacing with the other lady. <laughs> interfacing. <laughs> and uh, word for it. <laughs> yeah. And she was mad at me. She told me this. Basically, there's like this uh, this thing that you that kids do when they go to union. It's called speed meeting. It's like speed dating, but it's different. Do you remember doing that? I do. So all the guys sat in the middle of a circle, and all the girls sat on the outside. And you would sit down. You would talk to a girl or a guy for like 30 seconds. Then, okay, inner circle, go two chairs to the right or something. Right? So we did that. Just a little side note. I remember doing this, and then I actually ended up getting matched with one of the people I formerly dated. Who? <laughs> the first one I ever dated. The first story. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Well, okay, so Summer started talking to this guy we know sam okay she thought it was me because we both had long hair so she thought that sam was me and i was him right i did not know this yeah i heard the story so she was (laughs) mad at first at me because she was like well what's your name she was like you're sam right and i was like no i'm great and that's like funny to own and i because sam is like like six inches taller than me <laughs> and like we don't look that he's a very good looking man yeah he's say. very handsome all the love to sam but we just don't look similar yeah. so i was like real confused um so that actually like kept her from liking me for like a long time like she didn't even consider me an option because she thought i freaking lied to her about my name like she was like why would you even lie about that it's so weird and i was like i know why would i do that you should have just asked <laughs> um they're still not past that one yeah we still <laughs> We still argue about it every once in a while, but, um, so then the semester after I had worked some stuff out, um, and we, I started doing IRR stuff and we just kind of started like talking together a lot. Like just kind of like getting, I was getting vibes and like, you know how like you can kind of tell sometimes like she was like snapping me as opposed to snapping the group, you know, shooting her shot. Well, no, just like asking about general information. But we had a group chat about, so she would ask me like, okay, what is the group doing? I'm like, well, there's a group chat. <laughs> you know, like that's the whole point. Um, and I had just been set up by one of my friends to go out with a different girl. And so I went out on that date and I was like, mm, it's not for me. And then literally the next day I was like, I'm going to wait for this girl to text me back. If she doesn't text me back, then I'm going to shoot my shallow summer. Because I had gotten vibes. And I basically got confirmed from Jess that she liked me. Right? And I was like, she's cute. So, that girl didn't ever text me. She got mad at me for me not texting her. But I was like, you can also text me. Like, that's, I kind of was like, you, you can take a role here. So, she didn't text me back. And I was like, I wasn't really into it anyway. So, it's whatever. And I started talking to Summer. Summer and I talked for like a week. And then, all of a sudden, she was like, I'm not really feeling this. Like, I'm afraid of getting into a relationship and that was really confusing i was like what the hell did i do wrong you know what i mean yeah like literally what i didn't do anything wrong (laughs) that was my attitude about it and so we had like a little get together with our friend group so this would have been uh me jimmy max randy summer and lydia and jess and detroit was busy um and lydia drove summer and i up back to the dorm summer and me and the boys back to back to the, the dorm room. And so all the guys got out first. And even Lydia got out and, like, walked around. So that way Summer and I could, like, have, like, two seconds. And I was like, hey, do you want to go on a walk? And she was like, sure. And so we walked probably two miles that night. Like, we went all the way to 40. We went to, like, 40. 40 I forgot the name of the street. 48th, all the way down the highway down to like calvert over by de leon's like we walked everywhere essentially maybe 20 blocks it was two miles yeah two miles <laughs> and um we talked for that entire time and after that it just was just been talking i mean just gotten to know her better and better from then on out and now here they are three years later little lovebirds <laughs> so annoying no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> probably i get worried about that sometimes honestly but no I, we love to see it oh that's good yeah so one of our listeners asked the question, specifically for Greg, what are your secrets for a healthy romantic relationship? One thing I had to learn is uh, about love languages. Hmm. So like for me, it's acts of service. 
like someone like gives me a dish or she takes my dish when I'm done eating. Classic man stuff, honestly, like make me a sandwich type beat. Um, that, but I, I do that for her. I yeah. cook for her a lot. Like that's just one of my expressions of love. Hers is gifts and um, words of affirmation. So like for me, the best way I can express my love to her is to get her flowers with a note on it. I don't like flowers with a note on it. I don't like gifts that much unless they have a purpose. I don't like things. Like I don't like knickknacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a hammer or a wrench. Like honestly, I want something I can use. So I've had to learn how to adjust the way I express love to match the way she receives it. And that's important because I think that's one of the hallmarks of a, a successful relationship is the yeah. ability to kind of grow together and integrate the things you want with each other. Yeah. And being able to do that is important because if you can't, it's not going to work. Yeah. I will admit of the two of us, I have the harder time doing it and it's not cause I don't want to, it's just, I have a hard time recognizing when the right time is, mm-hmm. you know, because I always like forget. And then she's like, well, you should give me flowers. I'm like, Oh yeah. And then she's like, well, don't give me flowers right now. I'm like, okay, that's a good point too. <laughs> <laughs> Here. Okay. I want to talk about one more piece of uh, statistics. Wait, 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 what about you? You ask yourself the question. Ask myself the question. Yeah. I think say the question again. So yeah, the question was what are uh, your secrets for a healthy romantic relationship? I think this is kind of a lame answer, but I think it's really true. Um, Communication. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think the reason behind that is that it sounds, communication sounds like something that's really simple, but it's, it's kind of not. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a really good point. I think a lot of the time you can just kind of bottle up your problems, your issues, and you can go a long way doing that yeah. without ever having to bring it up or talk about the hard stuff. Yeah. And so finding somebody or being able to kind of cultivate a relationship where you can talk about the hard things. And, and it's and not an difficult. Too. An environment, yeah. I think you have to be able to do that or it just it will not work yeah. at all. I think if, well, and like we were talking about earlier, the honeymoon phase, if you can't survive past that, I mean, you got to be able to talk the hard stuff out. You know, yeah, because the reality is you are going to come up with problems, you are going to have issues, you mm-hmm. are going to have arguments, and they're not always going to be around your relationship, you know. Uh-huh. But unless you know how someone reacts and how someone communicates when they're upset, mm-hmm. then how are you going to be able to solve those problems when yeah. they're not involving the relationship? And be able to do it in a calm way without blowing up because I've never met a woman who wants to be yelled at, yeah. I, I don't even think men want to be yelled at, no. I think when you can talk to each other calmly about issues that are important, yeah, or important, yeah, yeah, then that'll get you a long, long way in your relationship. What about being romantic? Being romantic, well, to you, if you were to build a romantic night for a lovely lady, you mean like a perfect night? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's a great question. Do you mean like a first date, or do you mean like you're in a relationship with them? Your one-year anniversary. One-year anniversary. So still, like, pseudo-honeymoon phase. I think what you have to do as the man, and we did talk about masculinity in our last episode, so this kind of plays into that, too. You have to do something that shows that you care. Mm. And maybe that's doing something that you don't like to do, but she does. Mm. You know? Yeah. And then, if she really likes you, she'll do that in return. (laughs) That's true. You know? Yeah. So doing things that you know will make each other happy, and then maybe ending it with something you both like to do. Mm-hmm. You both like to go bowling. Go bowling. Go out to eat. Yeah. And then come home and do whatever you do when you get home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a that's a good that's a that sounds like a but be specific though. Well, it's hard to be specific because. So what would you want a girl to do for I'm you? Single. No, I'm just <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you have somebody in mind, then you can come up with specific things. But for okay. me, like. I don't know. So you're saying it's not as simple as a a, yeah, it's a not candlelight like, can, dinner yeah, with not, lobster. It's not, it's not that simple, no. Okay. You have to... I'll be honest. That's exactly what I was thinking. Really? You're yeah. going to go with the cliche, the Valentine's well, Day? But I think the cliche, the corny, that can be sweet. It can be. There's, there's definitely a place for that. Yeah. But I'm, what I'm saying is, like, in a perfect relationship... Oh, you know about perfect relationships? Uh-huh. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm saying... What I'm trying to say is... <laughs> It doesn't have to be that simple. Okay. It can be more than that. Yeah. In an ideal world. Because you asked me my perfect. Uh, sure, I did. You did, ask you that. did say that exact that. word. So perfect. tell me then, 
Greg, since you seem like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> what is your perfect date? Well, and be specific because you're in a, you're in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. Well, I think for us to keep, um, I think it has to be activity oriented. So like we gotta go do something. One of the best dates we've ever had. It's one of my favorites to this day. As we went out uh, thrift shopping and we bought white shoes that were in our size. And we also went and bought like leather paint and we painted the shoes. Do you know how fun that was to just sit down and talk and like laugh and talk about how crappy their shoes were and how good yours were? Yeah. <laughs> just like roast them. And it was, she roasted mine, I roasted hers. We were painting. It was a good time. So I think something like that where like we start out um, doing something simple like painting. Um, like you said, so I think instead of doing one thing she likes, it's something we both like, I guess is the way I would do it. Okay. So, because if I were to do something she likes, it'd be like, um, go to Target. <laughs> and I laugh and let you guys might think, oh, that might be the shallow, one thing that gets any girl. True, Target. Yeah. Women be loving Target. I, I do too. It. Well, I don't get it. I love me some Target. I would prefer to go to somewhere like Best Buy or Lowe's. <laughs> Well, okay. I'll tell you why people like Target. Okay. Because to go to Best Buy, you normally have something in mind, like a specific pur- purchase. I, I don't. Yeah, but do you just go and buy something? Because Best Buy usually holds it. Okay, that's items. fair. Yeah. Like Target's somewhere you can go. I went there a couple days ago, and I got a candle that says Libra on it because I'm a Libra. I'm looking at it right now, and it smells really good. I can't smell it. Well, it's because I've smelled it in the past. Oh, okay. I'm not saying I'm smelling it right now. Well, it's not lit right now. All right. <laughs> All right, Mr. Smarty Pants. Mr. Smarty, that's me. That's me. No, but I'm saying that's why people like Target. Anyways, I'm going off in the wrong direction. Get back to what you were saying, please, sir. Sorry. Um, so yeah. after we did the activity, I, like like taking an art class or even going thrift shopping or just building something or creating something together or going to a movie, although I don't think I would do that because actually, so we go do that, then we go out to eat. Because who wants to work and do dishes? Mm-hmm. And then we would come back and just watch a movie. Like, to me, that sounds like a really nice night. Or we could even go out on the lake. Like, going out and doing something. I, basically, it has to start somewhere else and end at home. Okay. Is, is kind of the general outline that I see. Or even going camping. I think I got I to go camping with her, to be honest, at some point. We have to. Go camping. Yeah. I know you don't like the outdoors, but we both like to camp, and so we gotta see how we interact with each other. That's something we haven't done yet. That's fair. So what I want to say, one more thing. This is the most uh, agreed upon piece of statistics that I found um, over and over in a study of over twenty eight thousand heterosexual women. Ninety seven percent believe that it is essential to have a partner who has a steady income. So almost every single woman. That was studied, surveyed, said that their man needs to have yeah. that change on him. They gotta have the money. I think that's true. I wonder how many men want someone with a steady income too. I mean, I, yeah, I think it's true. Yeah, I would agree. And I, as a man, would also, I, as a person, not just a man, mm-hmm. want a steady income. And I think women, as people, want a steady income too. You know. Uh huh. I think having a steady income in America especially is a sign of, like, drive. Like, they're worth something, whether you're a man or a woman. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe it says a lot about you, not yeah. just the fact that you have money, but it says that you, you know. And it doesn't say wealthy. No. It doesn't say wealthy. They're not, you know, women aren't all gold diggers. Yeah, they just want somebody that can take care of themselves. At least. At least. They don't want to mom their their significant others. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing. I think it'd be better if um, both of them were struggling, but they were struggling together than if one person was struggling to support the other. Mm. That makes a lot of sense, actually. I do be making sense. (laughs) You do be. So the next most agreed upon statistic, 91% of women prefer a clean shaven look for their man. Well, yeah. I don't don't know about that one. I mean, I'm like halfway. (laughs) I should probably shave, but I really want a beard super bad. 
Also, a similar number of women prefer to date guys taller than 5'9". Looks like I'm you're right screwed. on the cusp. I am 5'9", so I don't know if that means I'm good or not. Probably not. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. <laughs> well, but you're not, but you look taller. You can be short and look taller. Can you? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll take Like, it. body proportion-wise? I'll take whatever I can get. Like, I have no neck, so I look shorter than I am. <laughs> Like it goes from shoulders right to so you're my saying head. I have a neck. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> you can throw that sucker too, you know what I'm saying? Pause. Play. Always. <laughs> Women want their man to be well dressed. Women want their man Actually seventy eight percent of women believe that dressing well is the hottest thing a man can do. That's where you're winning. You think so? Oh shut up, you know. You know you have good taste. <laughs> Don't try to fish for that one. I gave you that one. So, man, just trying to throw a couple things at you to help you out. And I don't want to speak for women, but what I will say to women is that I think what guys want the most is they just want to be heard. Yeah. They want somebody to listen to them. The thing is, is we got a lot of dumb thoughts, and we want to let you know. Like, if a guy is willing to tell you his dumb thoughts, that's how you know it's love. Yeah. Or at least that's how you know he's in a place where... There's love there. Yeah. That means you're on the right track. Yeah. I will say. All right. Thank you so much to our friend Austin for sending us in that question. Um, we talked a lot about it. I mean, I think it's something that's very important to both of us, right, Owen? Yeah. We drew, we drew a lot of inspiration from that question. So please, if you have anything you want us to talk about or anything on your mind, send it in. And we will be happy to talk about it. We will. Very happy. And tweet at us at Room415Podcast on Twitter. This is. Greg and Owen signing off.